John and Rachel, you jog off late night. And welcome back. We cannot believe that we are on episode, what, 14 now? It's 13. Not, oh, 13. so it is Lucky the, I was trying 13. to skip the unlucky. Yes. Yeah, 13, one, three. Super stoked to be here. We have a really good lineup tonight. Matt Cause, who we were joking in the, we'll call it the green room, like in the main yes. room. We were saying that he's one of those musicians who has been on multiple times, just like Saturday Night Live, how they wear their coat if yes. they've been on so many times. Mm -hmm. He's sort of like the Steve Martin. He's been at like musician. every new venue. Yeah, you know right. I mean? Yeah. Right. So that's really interesting. And Jim Busis is Can't here. Can't wait. Uh, yeah. From the Jewish Chronicle here in Pittsburgh. Still a print uh, publication, yeah. which is really interesting. And we know that you're going to geek out a little bit journalistically, little bit. right? I love to talk to writers, especially writers who have been around for, he's seasoned, right? He's been around for quite some time to see that the face of journalism change so many times. Yeah. And also, Tracy completely scored on this one. You have heard of the new ice cream place popping up in Lawrenceville, Leona's. There is a lot to talk about there. Katie is here. And I hear that she may have brought us one or 12 samples. Is it 12? Yeah, it is 12. <laughs> so excited. I don't know if it's 12 different, but it's 12 samples. That's okay. for sure. So okay. we'll all be digging into that. But so before six we, and six. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so before we get into all that, we just want to remind you, if you're listening to Q92.9, if you're listening to the podcast, if you're watching it on Facebook or YouTube, make sure you subscribe to it wherever you are. Of course, you can't subscribe to the Q92.9 radio channel, but you can always go to Q92.9fm.com yeah. and actually watch and, and hear Yeah, podcasts. and listen, we made a really cool graphic while I did this not that cool because I'm not good at it, but I made a graphic this week to remind people that if you can come visit at 5000 McKnight Road. We have a couple guests tonight, and I love that they show up with their own like snacks, their own drinks, but we also have a little mini bar stocked, so you can always grab a glass of wine or whatever we have in stock and see what's going on and actually watch all the, the behind-the-scenes stuff going on. Yeah, because it is interesting, maybe to maybe not to you, but it is inter interesting to me to watch how kind of how it all goes. Then you go home and you watch it because you see all the commercials, and you're like, and you're like oh, I saw what they did when that commercial was I running I see how around. you did that. So yeah. we would, bottom line is there's alcohol here, and we would love for you to come <laughs> hang out with us, 5000 Midnight Road, every Friday, 530 to 630. Speaking of hanging out, John was hanging out this, I was hanging out this week, and John did all the work as far as the blog post. So what happened at Target? Target, well, the funny thing is, is I sandbagged this from Christmas because it was oh, a Christmas yeah, yeah. shopping blog. And uh, it's a Target here on McKnight Road, as a matter of fact. I thought it was all Ben of, Abbott. No, no. All of here. the spaces were taken, and somebody just decided to park over top the no parking Who uh, line or yeah. words, which were in the lane that makes you go through the parking lot. So, good at night. Got a nice picture of that, and uh, quite frankly, I, I don't even know what happened. I was kind of hoping that someone would see me taking the picture but they and wonder what I was doing and I could confront them. Okay, listen, but. this is what I love. This cheese thing, this is the second blog post that we want to talk about. What I love about it is this started at my house, I forget how many months, maybe years at this point ago, where we have accused a major grocery chain of maybe fibbing a little bit yeah. about their cheese packaging. The larger than big bird. The bi right. right. And so it's LOL, <clears throat> Land O'Lakes. It's not. It's your brand, and we know it. And so somebody sort of caught on to this and yeah. sent you a message, right? Right. Said, oh, check this out. He was at the Market District. Exactly. It was his wife. Oh, and you, it was Swiss totally cheese okay. labeled as, as Land O'Lakes cheese. So I go. think Swiss cheese actually is more expensive than Land O'Lakes American cheese. So they probably got a good deal. Well, the Alpine fact Lace. Is, yeah, there it is right there. If you go look at the blog today, then you'll see it right there. It's, it's clearly holes in the cheese. And it's Mark Clearly. Lakes American Cheese. So, LOL, big bird thing. Okay, wait, before we go into our big announcement, the LOL thing sort of prompts me. So, Jay Obertance, in case you don't know who Jay is, every Monday we do a little something-something called Mazda Monday. It's just another Mazda Monday. Do it. I don't say Whatever. So, Jay was posting the other day, and he went on this rant about how acronyms drive him crazy. He's like, I don't want to hear IKR. I don't want to hear LOL. So that prompted us on, what's your question? And that's actually the question of the day tonight. What is your favorite, not what's the question, what is your favorite acronym that you use all the time? Because I want to annoy Jay Overtans. What's yours? There you go. Uh, man, I think, I don't know. I always used, I don't use an acronym. I use that funny face with the sunglasses on. I don't oh, for cool. like yeah. that, but... I, I do OMW, and the new update, I guess, so, like spells it out on my way. So now my family, I'm like, oh, good, I only have to write OMW. There you go. I'm a cool mom in case you yeah. didn't know. I What's the big people, I hate when people use THX, to be honest with you. Because oh. really, it's only two more letters to say thanks. 
right? So it's Anyways, all right, so. So here we go. So here we have our big announcement. Every February, we do this little game show with the Pittsburgh Today Live folks. And of course, this February is like no other, or is like every other. And we are going to do another game show, which will be a benefit to two different nonprofits. It will be on February 9th, downtown in the Cultural District at the Pierce Studios. Mm -hmm. And that's where it was last year, just in case you were there. But we'll be selling tickets uh, starting next week. And uh, it is Team PTL against Team Jagoff in... In? In the game of... Oh, I was like, wait, what? Are you ready? No, 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 no. Wait, let me make you, let me get, make you guess. Renegade. Thank you. Finally, he guessed one of mine. So it's name that tune. Monica is going to help us out because she wants to make it harder and make you do it in so many bars. And we want you to be able to say like, I can name that tune in two bars. We don't know yet. We haven't put all the logistics together, but we know that you need to come. You need to check it out. It's a fun time. It's BYOB. It's 10 bucks a ticket and you get to see a lot of fun and benefit charity yeah. so it'll benefit ptl as far as their uh, turkey drive yeah and it'll be benefit 412 thrive can't wait which you are a board member all right we're super stoked for tonight's show so stay with us on you jag off late night if my younger self could see me doing these things now i wouldn't believe it to be a steam fitter you need to be a problem solver you can do instrumentation hydronics chillers rigging hvac i have this wonderful opportunity to grow my career. It's not what you are that makes you a steam fitter. It's who you are. Over a hundred years, and we're just getting started. Mancini's Bakery, 97 years in business and still getting better. Make sure you follow us on Facebook and Instagram. That's where you will see various Pittsburgh personalities like Gretchen McKay, Super Bowl MVP Santonio Holmes, KDKA's own Mary Hours, and WPXI's Jenna Harner, learning how to make the famous Italian twist bread. Follow Mancini Bakery on Instagram and Facebook, and remember to ask for Mancini's. PittsburghUsedCars.com with hundreds of used cars across eight dealerships throughout the city. We provide the greater Pittsburgh area with a premium used car buying experience. Looking for unbeatable pricing on some of the best used cars in Pittsburgh? Visit Pittsburgh Used Cars Clearance Zone today. We're providing out-the-door pricing on all of our clearance zone inventory. PittsburghUsedCars.com <laughs> it's John and Rachel. You jag off late night. I love the hand signals. Have we have like come. everybody we get to work right. with. Right. You have to come. Really, we just told you you have to come to Five Thousand Big Night because you can see Johnny go like this, and we're sitting there like this. And what are you doing? You're Danny. circling. You're doing that. Who did it first in a movie? Uh, your guy. Oh, I don't know. Wasn't it the guy from here, uh, from McKee's Rocks? Who's your favorite? Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. I thought Michael he did Keaton. it. Whatever. I digress. I don't know. Anyway, so we are here. It's our first podcast of 2024. Wow. And uh, I know Rachel will uh, say this is that she loves this kind of stuff because she's a journalist of geek. Then the other thing she will say is that she is a, uh, she's a, uh, what do you call it, a Catholic. Uh, brainwash, brainwash Catholic. Brainwash yes, Catholic. And I she am. says she doesn't really know about other religions, but quite frankly, she kind of cheats herself because she really does know. She's I've a, made myself she's learn. She's been a person who's learned about. So, anyways, in the meantime, we got to meet Jim, the publisher of the Jewish Chronicle, some time ago at the Pittsburgh Media Partnership. So, and finally, Jim, we have you on the podcast. So, welcome to you, Jagger Fleet Night. Thank you. I'm thrilled to be here, and thank you for having me. Are you really thrilled, Jim? He is. I That's mean, the best no, no. The thing is, I actually am yeah. thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> No, I totally am. I can't yeah. wait to play this for my yeah. kids. No, no. I'm thrilled to know me. No, and here's why. Because, you know, we talk about this a lot. Journalism has changed so much. Something that we talk about on our Pittsburgh Media Partnership calls. And how do we, just like everybody else, sort of reinvent the face of journalism? Because it's a changing, right? And sometimes outlets like ours aren't looked upon as real journalism because it's not the same as what we're used to. You embraced it right away. I mean, when we saw you at the PMP and we did that, what was it a panel discussion you were all in about the things that we talk about because Pittsburgh's a, a, a has a plethora of news it is and also I know that you're not gonna rake me over the coals right <laughs> there you go yeah and I've, I've I've had not a ton of media experience but like I once was on Pakistani TV wow what? debating 
Israel and the Palestinians with a Palestinian live on Pakistani TV. That was tough. Yeah. So this is going to be a lot easier. Oh, that right, was one right. of my this questions. Is, okay, so yes, <laughs> he did debate. Sure. So, well, let's, you know, for those not familiar, I'm going to hold this up. You're still in print, the Jewish Chronicle, still in print. So tell us a little bit about the history of the publication. Sure. So as this country got uh, Jewish immigrants throughout the 19th century and into the early part of the 20th century, local Jewish communities all over this country set up local Jewish newspapers. And so most cities that have a sizable Jewish population have a local Jewish newspaper of some sort or another. And so the first one in Pittsburgh was in the 1890s, and another one came around in the 1930s, and then in 1962, they got to the point where it didn't make sense to have two of them covering the same topics and competing against each other. So they merged and formed the Jewish Chronicle. Okay. So we've been around since 1962, but our predecessor paper goes back to the 1890s. Wow. That's some and history, yeah. Yeah. So, so we, we covered the Pittsburgh Jewish community and served news to the Pittsburgh Jewish community of interest to them. We cover anything that has both Pittsburgh and Jewish in it. And in addition to that, because we cover things that are of interest to them, we do a limited amount of stuff that's local, that's not specifically Jewish because it's in Squirrel Hill or Mount Lebanon where sure. a lot of Jews live, but mostly we do that. And then, of course, a lot of stuff happens at a national and an international level, and so we use our national, international partners to get stories from there because we don't have people and reporters in Washington mm -hmm. or in Israel or in Europe. But uh, So we have some national international news as well. But our raison d'etre is really our reporters here and covering what's going on here in Pittsburgh. And even when there's a national or international story, we do a lot with the impact on Pittsburgh or the reactions of people in Pittsburgh, how it plays out here. Now, Jim, from your reporter's standpoint, I mean, we all know the costs of running a, any publication, let alone a printed publication, for re reporters, writers. Are you finding that uh, the younger folks want to come and do this kind of as a pass-through, or are you finding seasoned writers who have kind of done other things and really want to do something that's really in their heart, or is it a mix of that as far as people who write for you? Well, I, I have to just amend your question a tiny okay. bit. Just, just to say that we, we are weekly in print, Mm -hmm. But we also are sure. daily on, on the web and sure. social media. So we have a large digital presence, too. Right. Um, I think that this is a little bit of a funny industry because I think there's less turnover in the reporters in Jewish journalism than there are. It's, it's more of a mission-focused. And, mm -hmm. and so we've been lucky to have pretty good stability with, with our editorial staff. And I think... There's a, a national association, and we go to the meetings, and we do see a lot of the same people year sure. after year. So, so, so there is obviously some movement and turnover, but it's actually relatively stable, I think, that? compared to secular that's, journalism. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Plus, you, you know, Pittsburgh is Pittsburgh. P right, yeah. exactly. I mean, that, that's a, even right. at the Post-Gazette and the yes. trip, people, like, stay for a long time. Yeah, correct. No, yeah. that's a true story. <laughs> that's right, and yeah. that sort of segues to my question, which is, so from a circulation standpoint, as you pointed out, a lot of it is Jewish-based, right? But is your circulation growing in other sectors and other areas and other places that you, that you didn't think it would since you've been there for such a long time? Your readership in general. N not outside our core readership, which is the greater Pittsburgh Jewish community. I mean, we okay. hit Allegheny County, the surrounding counties, although most people are in Allegheny County. Um, we get, like the Steelers, you know, we get the Pittsburgh alumni. Mm -hmm. If you've lived here and been part of the community, when you go to Florida or Arizona sure. or New York or Chicago, wherever it is, you still want to find out what's happening to people here and institutions that you, that you knew and loved. Um, and then we get um, interfaith. We get we get people from leaders in other religions. We get politicians who sure. want to know what's going on in the Pittsburgh and Jewish me. community. And like you. he said, because and, I, and Andy Conti. And Andrew, yes, he exactly. reads us every yeah. week. That's awesome. And I do read it more than I. I mean, it's not an everyday thing, but I have read more stories than I ever had because I have, in all seriousness, I've made it part of my life to learn more about not oh, just okay. the Jewish culture, but other cultures because I did feel so 
you know, sectionalized being Catholic. Well, I, I can tell you, having traveled some in Catholicism, um, there's a lot of overlap and similarity between there is. Yeah. Judaism and Catholicism. Yes. There's a ton. Yeah. There's just this one guy, and other than this one guy, a lot of it's pretty <laughs> much the same. Just that guy. <laughs> yeah. No, right. it's very true. And you're, you're writers. I mean, your staff writers yeah. are just fantastic. Yeah. You know, I mean, we had David um, Rulo. Right. You know, he came on, obviously, to talk about the Beehive book and things like that, but we had talked to him on the radio about his coverage of a couple of stories. Mm -hmm. and, and Toby, we had Toby yeah. on when you were celebrating um, 50, 60, 60 years. 60, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I love the fact that there's this want and this need to be within the community beyond the Jewish faith. I think it's, it's, it's amazing to see that these staff writers are just as amazing as all the other reporters that we have. And, and one thing people may not understand is that it's hard to define who Jews are. Sure. It's more than a religion. Right. It's 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 really a people, and it, the bonds are very very deep and broad across a lot of dimensions. Not everybody is extremely observant. Not everybody necessarily believes in God or does everything, but everybody is still Jewish in a holistic sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. So, Jim, as far as the Pittsburgh area. Is it is it tight bond as well here? Like I know you go to New York, you know there are all these you know, you know you have certain factions that are different. But it seems in Pittsburgh we're small enough that everybody's just all one community. Yeah, I but realize, we're big like enough. Like you just to... said about you know some are faithful, some are less faithful, more faithful, more orthodox. But it still seems like it's a pretty tight community here, it, and maybe even tighter now. It, it it is, and it's really kind of an anomaly. Is that um, right? Yeah, I mean, part of it may just be the Pittsburgh vibe. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, there are, look, there are about 50,000 Jews in Pittsburgh. Okay. Um, and people on the left, the center, the right, people who are very orthodox, people who are completely non-observant or very innovative in their practices. Sure. Um, but um, there is a degree of cohesiveness and cooperation that is greater than really I think any other city in the country. Um, part of it may be the Pittsburgh water or the Pittsburgh air. Part of it may be geography because Pittsburgh is the only city in the United States other than New York where a majority of the Jewish population still lives in close geographic proximity. Interesting. Which is, is in, right? in the east end of Pittsburgh. Squirrel yeah. Hill and the, yeah. and the areas around it. About 60% of the Jewish population still lives in the east end of Pittsburgh, which means you bump into people, you see people, you rub elbows with them. And, um, and that's, you know, there was not the same migration to the suburbs that you sure. have in other cities. And yeah. in New York, there's a ton of people in New York City, but of course New York City is so spread out. Yeah. Sure. You, don't, you yeah. don't get that hanging together, but I literally run into people wildly diverse members of the Jewish community every day just by walking around. Yeah. I love it. All right, tell tell us this. You've been in Pittsburgh your whole life? No. Oh, boy. I thought no. you were. I'm Jim, a, you have to go now. I'm I don't sorry. Even, I'm sorry. I'm a we had such a good conversation until <laughs> that. I'm leaving that. Who's the next guy? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, boomerang. Yeah. Prodigal okay. son. Yeah. So I'm born and raised here. Yes. Parents are born and raised here. Okay. Grandparents are immigrants. Okay. Right. Okay. Um... I'm here until I'm 18, graduate from Alderdice, mm -hmm. Pittsburgh Public Schools all the way through, Okay. go to college, and then come back decades later married with children Okay. because this is a great place to raise a family and I wanted to be close to my family and have dinner with, have our kids have dinner with their grandparents every week and right. sure. come to the school plays. And from that perspective, do you not look at Pittsburgh now and say, wow, I never thought that people would stay? Because there was a time, that's exactly what we did. We went away for college, we stayed, and no one was coming back. And now we're this thriving tech city that's, that, that's great with so many different things, healthcare. You know, isn't it crazy to see this now? It, it is, but, and two things have changed. Okay. One is Pittsburgh is way better than it was sure. in the 80s, for sure. Right. Um, and the other is that as you move through life, you prioritize things differently. Yeah, yeah you that's know? true. You know, when I was young and single, I loved living in Manhattan. Yeah, mm -hmm. sure. And I'm sure I was 
would have been happier there than I would have been here in the 80s. Sure, and but you brought your wife, so you're happier now. You're happier now. Yeah. But, but <laughs> once, once you have children, and even yeah. when we were married but still didn't have children, we were, we, we were living not just around this country, but we were living overseas. So we lived overseas for eight years. Oh, wow. And we loved that, and it was an incredible adventure, and two of our three kids were born overseas. Oh, wow. Um, but Where? Then, um, in Singapore. Wow. Yeah, wow, I've been That's to another town. episode. I went to <laughs> right. That's another Jeez. episode, as a matter of fact. He hits us with Singapore. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So was it like, journalism related? No, most of my career has been in business. Okay, okay. And I came to the Chronicle to be the CEO. I got it, okay. And, and to run the bi- okay. I mean, I'm, I am in charge of the editorial, but to run the business side okay. of it. And okay. so, so, you know, so we, we lived in Europe, we lived in Asia, and we loved it. Um, but then you got to the point where you said, you know what? Our children don't know their grandparents. They don't know their aunts and uncles, sure. their cousins. And we're not going out every night. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, we, we really just want good schools, parks. Right. Pittsburgh. You know, Pittsburgh. Yeah. yeah. I love it. It's so amazing. <laughs> so let's go back to the business of the business, if you don't mind. You know, so you made the transition to daily online and you still have the print. But as the CEO, this is a challenge every day, every week, just trying to make that balance of the financials of keeping this thing afloat. How, you know, you now all that weight is on your shoulders at this point. Wow, and he have, just got heavy. Have you had, yeah. <laughs> have you had to think ways of, you know, as other publications have, either online or print, how to generate revenue other than just purely ads? Yeah, I mean, since I've come here, um, which was in the middle of 2012, we've changed Almost everything about how we operate. There's almost nothing the same as when I got wow. here. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, our, the way we operate, the way we finance ourselves, the way we cover the news, ev- everything is different. We just, and it's not even the same necessarily as it was five years ago. The world is changing. It's incredibly challenging, and we are just having to evolve and change to try and stay alive. Mm-hmm. And would you credit that to your business savvy, maybe coming outside of, from not in journalism and coming in and applying some business savvy that you had from your worldly experience? Or no, just get in and roll the sleeves up and figure this out? Um, yeah, I mean, I, from my experience in uh, both as a management consultant yes. and as an executive, mm-hmm. um, yeah, always looking to change and do things better yeah and trying to find ways to grow revenue trying to operate more efficiently yeah provide a higher quality product or service to your customers yeah that's what we're trying to do yeah it's the jewish chronicle right here the pittsburgh holding it up here all right so jim we have two things first you have something for our junk drawer i do He's excited for this. I am excited. I love it. I love it. Okay, we're ready. So this is um, (laughs) this is uh, from another part of my life. Okay. Um, From soon after I came to Pittsburgh, I actually worked for Giant Eagle for a number of years. Okay. And I was an executive in charge of strategy planning, and and we were doing a lot of business development and trying out new things, and probably the. most successful thing and the thing that people would know the best from that era when I was there is we created Market District. Okay. And people know that. Yeah. We love it. But yeah. um, Jim, you created Market District? Not by myself. I know. I was, yeah. But I'm giving you Not that. by myself. I was part of a team at John. Yeah. I got you. I got love you. It. I was giving you more. A lot of people. A lot of people. Okay. Trust me. It's very complicated. But one of the things that I was involved with, which you won't see anymore, and which almost no one remembers, is this. So this is... One of those little eyeglass cleaning cloths, which oh comes into God. the little pouch. Oh I feel a little, like Lee Trevose A little here. chain no, you can put it on your backpack. Oh, or your, oh, so, nice. so this is, this is branded Vizura. Okay. If you can see that. And we looked around. We were looking for new kinds of services to have in the Giant Eagle stores. And we looked around and we saw that people like Target and Costco were doing really well with optical shops. So we decided that we would try and put an optical shop into Giant Eagle and see if people would be willing to get their eyeglasses at Giant Eagle because they're in Giant Eagle every week yeah, anyway. Right. They're there. Say it right, right. Giant Eagle. Yeah. 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 They're yeah. in the Eagle anyway. Yeah, and right. And you get Eagle eyes. Yes, yeah, so, right. Yeah, so, so we launched this optical chain. We, we, we put it into three stores. It ran for a couple of years. 
and it turned out that people really did not want to buy their eyeglasses at Giant Eagle. <laughs> so so we, now we get that. So we, we, yeah, so we, so we closed it, it down. Iconic. But I just found this in my drawer when I you asked this. me. That's I haven't iconic. looked at thought about this in years. And now we have and it. And you have it with, with this Thank brand you, name, which no oh my longer God. exists. Love Thank it. you. It's fine. <laughs> Jim, question of the day is, we know you're not a millennial guy, but do you use acronyms like LOL? And if you do, what is your favorite? Are you an LOL, IKR, any of that kind of stuff? Like I knew I'm sorry, no. He's uh, walking off now. I do, I do not. I, I use emojis. Okay. No, I sure. use emojis, so but I don't, I don't use acronyms. I love it. Right. Jim, and, and I put punctuation in oh, my text messages. Right, that's, that's, that's not <laughs> Where does everybody find the Jewish Chronicles so they can learn more about it? So um, – we used to be available at newsstands. Mm -hmm. There are no newsstands anymore. Right. So, <laughs> so um, you can find us online at pittsburghjewishchronicle.org. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. And, um, and if you want to subscribe to the print, you can click a link on our website and subscribe to the print as well. We love it. Thanks for joining us on your Jagoff Late Night. And next up, we're going to talk ice cream. Can't wait. If my younger... Rach, I have to vent. Here's my dryer vent. This one time, I had a, found a Lee press-on nail in my dryer stuff, and mm. it was not mine. Vom in the throat, vom in the throat. Ugh. One time, my kids left Kleenexes from one of their worst whooping coughs in their pocket. Guys, 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 you guys are such jagoffs. That's not the type of dryer venting we're talking about. We professionally clean your dryer vent to increase your dry time and save you guys some money. For so four wet, like 10 pounds you wet. You jagoffs, you need to get your dryer vents clean. Ricotta cheese, Parmesan, and ground beef. Right, Mom? Yeah. Right. You don't put any seasoning? No. No. What's the reason for that? You just want to keep it kind of simple? The taste is perfect like that. Yeah. It doesn't really need it. Anyway, so the filling goes in. It. We cut it. For color. And then, uh -huh. uh, basically, my mom uses a fork to seal it. Basically, my mother just keeps making sure that I'm going to carry this tradition on whenever she's no longer here. So I say thank God for my cousin Lisa, who's 11 months younger. <laughs> hey, it's Rachel's ravioli, which is just you uh, just saw on Chichet. Are we going to market that, Rachel's ravioli? Right, I yeah. think so. No, it's really ML, to be honest with you. And CL. And CL. You need an L. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, uh, thanks for letting me come over and shoot a little video. And Thank you for coming. Thanks to Dryer Vent Wizard for, uh, for being a part of that. And so, now we're talking. This is why I was almost late for this shot right here. It's, I was like, what? I thought you had a honest, timer. Ice I was cream like... right here, dude. And I'm gonna open it up. Oh, while okay. We talk That's to cool. Katie okay. from Leona's Ice Cream. Welcome to you, Jagoff Late Night. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm excited oh, to be here. We are so excited. So listen, just keep keep talking. Two of my favorite things. Yes, Lawrenceville and ice cream. But I have this thing. You will get to know me, Katie, and okay. you will learn that in my later years, I've decided that I'm gluten free ish and lactose free ish. And I say ish because I don't religiously live by it right but i something's got to make my stomach feel better so <laughs> i've talked to enough people to figure out that like what do i actually need to do so john will tell you about this time we went into a, another ice cream store that certainly mm -hmm. does, pales in comparison but went in and i was like what's your what's your lactose what, what did i say what is your non-dairy option right and they were like just this and i was like no it's not you have other things and he's like don't argue with the people here they don't <laughs> they own it so, yeah, they don't have other things. <laughs> your thing is that you're you're conscious of everyone's likes. Yes. So I am lactose intolerant. Okay. And I always have been. It took okay. me a long time to figure it out. Denied it forever. Okay. Like most people do. They're like, I could eat ice cream. Right. And not suffer. No and do you love it so much that you were like, hell no? Yes. <laughs> okay. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. I was just so over going into an ice cream shop and yeah. being like, oh, I'll have the sorbet. And all my friends are like, mm, Right, mm, I don't want sorbet. I don't want sorbet. Right. When I want sorbet, I want I'll sorbet. Have, right. And right. I will get some. Yes. But when I want ice cream, I yeah. want ice cream. And you better have it. You better have it. Yeah. But, you know, when we first started this, I was constantly at the grocery store looking for alternatives. Okay. You know, and I tried every you and your partner. Yeah, my wife, Krista. Yes. Yep. Um, we would go. She has no problem. I was with just going Okay. No problem. Okay. And you're and like, she's I like, I kind of hate what the you. Issue is. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Um, and you know, searching, searching, trying so many different things, um, and they just weren't good. You know, this was 
a decade ago. So we've started we started wow. Leona's ten years ago. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So we've been doing it for a while, and at that point there was just nothing on the market. You could get one brand of lactose free ice cream and had three flavors. It was mostly air, and it was just <laughs> was not it good. Like chocolate vanilla strawberry. It was butter pecan, oh. which is fine. I, I like it. Okay. Sure. Uh, vanilla and chocolate. And that's it. I wonder why butter pecan. Yeah, I don't know. I would love to know that. I'm gonna say this controversial. Old people. Yeah. <laughs> I do love yeah. it. Yeah. But I am. I have an inner old person. Same. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, okay. listen, it's fine. I want to show this on camera to show <laughs> oh my word. how thick this it's ice thick cream <laughs> is on here, and this cookie itself yeah. is incredible. But you know, Leona's. I've seen at so many different like outdoor festivals, yes. and people yeah. are selling. I see them in the yeah. you know the ice cream bins or whatever. 10 years, so yes. you started off, did you go with the uh, the, the standard vanilla, chocolate, no. strawberry, or what did you <laughs> Not at all. Do? How did you so guys start? So when we started, um, we were so small. Krista and I, my wife, we, we were working at our corporate jobs. We were making ice cream at night in the back of the old Zeke's coffee shop yep. and in East Liberty, and um, we only had this much space and a tiny little machine and could only afford a little bit of each kind of ingredient. So we ended up making tens of different kinds at the at first because we could only afford so many of each thing. Oh, uh, right. Wow. So, okay. yeah, so we would make some vanilla, some chocolate, and then we figs were on sale and I was like, okay, we'll make fig figs. ice cream. Is you know, it so good? It's so good. Um, you know, and you know, we would just make yeah. all these tiny little batches and our customers started loving that you never know what you were going to get. That kind of uh, like FOMO, get it now because it might not ever come back. Sure. Right. So it came out of necessity, having all these different flavors. And we tried to streamline it, and it wasn't – Well, it was a back, backlash. Sure. Okay. <laughs> People are like, what do you mean? I want this one and this one and this one and this one. I want to try what's new. So we just kind of resigned ourselves to being frenetic about flavor. And it gives us so much freedom um, because we can have so a win. it came out of that. It be, came yeah. out of a necessity okay. of not having enough money to buy enough of one ingredient to make a big batch. I, and I wow. love your honesty. Like, yeah. you didn't make up some story. No, no. We just didn't have any money. <laughs> that is we, awesome. We were working, you know, our nine-to-five jobs, and then from 6 to 2 a.m., we were making ice cream. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, wow. did you have, like, some mess-ups, like, Oh my God! Let's give this to our friends and oh, you know, whatever. there were some Did that you wish you were that friend. Did it? Yeah. I mean, some that like we wanted to love that just weren't that great. We wanted yeah. to love like basil and lemongrass, and lemongrass just tasted like lemongrass. Mm, it it kind of tasted like cannabis. Oh well, there good, you go. But not, not. It wasn't know. good. It, was, like drinking, it was good. It was like, like drinking non-alcoholic things. beer. There's no yeah. reason. <laughs> there's, there's no reason. Right. Yeah. There's no reason. It wasn't taste. good. It wasn't good. So <laughs> we're like, you know what? Yeah. Let's just put that on the back burner. Okay. Um, but most of the time, cookies and ice cream. It's a really um, beautiful combination, no matter yeah. what the flavors are. Yes. So the bar doesn't need to be super high for it to be delicious. Mm-hmm. Like our quality is super high, mm-hmm. but cookies and ice cream, like it's hard to go wrong. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. If you don't okay. like that, then like you're just not a. Person. You might not be like a happy person. Right. So what about distribution then? You guys start yeah. to fire this all up, and you just start selling to the neighbors. How does yeah. this all Yeah. So work we started out? really tiny. Okay. At Zeke's. We had I, I, listen, <laughs> I, mean, I, wanted, I wanted to let you know that I'm not an ignoramus, <laughs> as my mother would I say, mean, but I, I was going to share this with Rachel, but I couldn't break it on camera <laughs> and look like a, not look like an idiot, so now I'm just eating it. Like, he didn't even a little bit pretend, <laughs> but anyway. Anyway, so So, yeah, we started um, just right at the, at the coffee shop, it had a tiny little freezer, and we could make, like... 80 a week, 80 sandwiches a week, and we couldn't keep them in stock. And and we got a call from a local market, our one of our first markets, uh, Bryant Street Market, which we still sell to today. It's okay. in Highland Park. Um, wow. And he's like, I'd like to carry your ice cream. And then I was like, okay, we'll get to figure out how to do this. So we originally thought maybe we'll do like a storefront. And then you look at the numbers, and right. it's so expensive. Right. And it was just the two of us. And we're like, you know what? If we've got wholesale orders coming in, let's just do wholesale. So we started with one shop, two shop, three, four, and then by the end of year two, we had like 16 or 18 places, 
And then at the end of year five, we had like 80 places. Wow. Yeah. Wait, when did you quit your nine to fives? Oh, uh, we actually both got laid off because they were too afraid to quit. <laughs> <laughs> so we had to wait to get laid off. So I, I was that. like, it was part of the business plan. We were, you know, basic, well, not for Krista. She had a much better job than I did. Um, but I knew, like, the industry I was in wasn't going to be around for super long. So I was like, let me get this started, and then I, I can kind of phase out. Um, and that happened, gosh, three years in. So, oh, wow. So it was wow. early. It wasn't like 16. things were safe. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. no. Like, so there was risk. There was a huge risk. Yeah. I was like, but luckily, Chris still had her full-time job. Um, but then a year after that, she got laid off. So it was in quick succession, let's figure this out and make it. But by that point, the passion and the tunnel was starting to, you saw. The oh, thing, yeah. Right? I'm kind of a freight train. Like, yeah. if I have an idea, I'm Look like, out. we're going to do it. Yeah. And I'm going to not stop until it You know, it it's works. like our story. Remember, I quit my job and you were going to take that job? Do you remember? <laughs> yeah. And I said, well, Rachel enjoy my tell, heat. She loves <laughs> to tell a fake story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. No, but I love because so many people, specifically in Pittsburgh, mm -hmm. you know, want to be entrepreneurial. But there's such a fear. And especially here, we're it, welcoming. But, yeah. It's, it's not for the faint of heart. No, no it's not. I right. always tell people who have questions about going out on their own or, like, making their side hustle their full-time job. Mm -hmm. Just you have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable every day. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just you have to get, mm -hmm. like, get used to it, mm -hmm. you know. And at first. It's not for everybody. It's not for everyone. It's mm -hmm. a contact sport. And sure. uh, what's it look like now? What's the company look like yeah, now? How so many people? And we have... Six employees now looking to add wow. uh, a few more. If anyone has any baking and pastry um, experience out there listening to this. No, we're really this. good tasters, though. <laughs> Oh, I've got yeah, I've yeah. got a line of tasters out the door, <laughs> but um, no one to do it. Yeah, right. <laughs> I need I need folks to to uh, you know do baking and pastry. So all of our ice cream, all of our flavors, all of our cookies are made in house. So like that ice cream phenomenal. that you're eating mm. is cookie, cookies and cream. Cookies and cream. Chocolate. Yeah. So we bake those cookies, oh. and then we grind them up and we steep them in the dairy. And then make the ice cream, and that heath that you're eating. You know, I got heath, right? No, so we Jealous. make homemade heath Yee. candy. Wow! Wow! In big, huge sheets, <laughs> chop it up, put it in there. Everything is homemade. So if you get a strawberry ice cream sandwich, we get strawberries from Triple B Farm. Buy, you know, the hundreds of pounds, clean them, make them into, you know, whatever the, you know. So these are like perfect circles, discs. Yes. Really big. Thick hockey pucks. Yes. Do you have a mold? I will Is not that... tell you how it's made. Ah! We have very few secrets. She was smiling like one. a Cheshire cat. She was yeah. like, mm, I'm not nope. telling you. It's that made is... with a little science, a little bit of magic. That's my answer. I love that. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. We so have well, very few secrets, and that's one of them. What uh, is happening in Lawrenceville? So we've been 10 years as wholesale. Um, the market has changed significantly. We've been squeezed from all sorts of angles. Sure. Like ninety dollar uh, case of eggs, all last winter. Wow. <laughs> like, and we go through several cases of eggs a week. Yeah. Uh, just insane price changes. Sure. Right. Um, and while it's you know changing a little bit back, it's never going to go all the way back. So mm -hmm. prices are where they are. Um, and as a wholesale company, margins are already thin um, because you can't charge full price. Mm -hmm. You know. Um, so. With that in mind, we also then at the same time got an opportunity from um, Lawrence Hall. And they are um, a business that bought a huge old warehouse in Lawrenceville. Mm -hmm. It's stunning. And they redid it, keeping all of the beautiful old parts that they could keep. And put they're putting four different restaurants in. Um, they're all local restaurants. People can apply. I think there's a few spaces open. They have two that are booked right now. Mm -hmm. There's going to be a full bar and then our ice cream shop. Wow. So, yeah, yeah it's super, right, it's super yeah. exciting. I'm so happy for you. Yeah, thank you. And it's such a unique opportunity to share overhead. Right. Yeah. To share mm -hmm. a space mm -hmm. where they're, you're going there for multiple different reasons. Right. Um, for food, for dessert, for cocktails. Um and it's just in such a beautiful, beautiful wow. space. Wow. And what uh, name of street number? Um, near it, I think it's 46. 
Okay, you're up block, there a little so, bit. Yeah, yeah, so if you know where like La Gourmandine is, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. it's mm-hmm. two doors down. Oh. Okay. And you probably have walked past it. Right. Direction. God right. Uh, I know, right? That's you like Pittsburgh that? Direction. I'm not even from here. You didn't say it used to be. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, no. Because I don't know what it There yeah. wasn't a storefront next door that was empty, and I don't know what they used to be. Yeah. before my time. But I've only, I, I moved here in 2010. Okay. A l- nine, maybe. You're I don't good. know. I usually You've have to ask my wife. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, long enough where I know how to navigate from where things used to be. Right. Which I love your story. It's amazing. And that was phenomenal. I'm glad you like it. Yeah, we have to come do a where you at? Yes. Yeah. yeah yes, whatever. Once we're open, um, it's going to be awesome. And the best part about it, besides being in Lawrenceville, which is exciting, I love Lawrenceville. is that we have a sliding window mm-hmm. to Butler Street. Oh, so okay. you can walk up and get ice cream, nice. like late night ice cream. You can order from inside. You can order from your table. Um, it's going to be really stunning. Don't think we're not going to be there. Right, right, right. All yeah, right, we'll give your website in a second, but did sure. you bring us a junk drawer thing? I did. We only give your website if you brought us <laughs> a <laughs> I did, I did, I did. So, um... Is this a... Is these a are These are dog poop bags. <laughs> <laughs> these are dog poop bags. This is our first one. Yeah, and it's is empty. it really? For yeah. those... For those not for the, listening to the radio oh, podcast, thank God it's empty. They, they, it's empty. Yeah. Thank so, you. Yes, you are welcome. It's blue. I love yes, it. It's, it's like a pool liner blue. Yes. Yeah. So okay. we, um, I had something else that I was going to bring, and then I decided on this. I love um, it. So Leona's, the name of our company, yes. was named after our dog. Love. So, oh, wow. Yes. So she was like, you did not ask that question. Yeah. No, <laughs> so she, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. We, um, so she uh, made it to the like week after we sold our first ice cream sandwich. Oh. We we got her when she was 10. She was a rescue. Okay. So we had her for like three years and she gave us so much love. <laughs> um, and so, you know, we wanted to name our, our ice cream after her. I love it. Wow. Yeah. Right. And that's the show, everybody. Good night. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. I mean, you and Jim, geez. Yeah. Um, question of the day. Yes. I don't know if you heard Jim who refused to answer, but... Um, <laughs> If you were to say this is the most used acronym in your vocab, what would it be? Is it even vocab? Probs not. Um, your acronym. Probably. Oh God. Um, I know. I'm an so LOL. So texting, I do LOL, and uh-huh. that's it. Anything else, I have to look it up. Okay. I, oh, I receive yeah, yeah. the letters. Yes. Yeah. And then I'm like, ha. But wait, and I'm yeah. looking it you, up. You I was like, I don't know what that means. Yeah. We, we say all the time, like, I didn't really LOL. I COL, like, chuckled yeah. out loud. You're right. You know? like, I like that. I like that better. But yeah, that's probably where. It's a good one. Yeah. It's a common one. Where it does is everybody common. find you and follow you? So we are on Instagram and on Facebook. Um, we're no longer on X. Okay. Um, and uh, our website is mm-hmm. leonaspgh.com. Easy. Nice. Yep. So all of our stores are on there. There's a map of where everything is. Um, and um, all of our flavors it. are updated on, on Instagram. Good luck. Where no lemongrass. And now no lemongrass. And now we open everybody. Everybody in the audience goes home with one of Leona's <laughs> no! ice cream. You get one. You get one. You get one. I did not bring that many. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. Uh, We will certainly be there, and we wish you the most luck. Wonderful. Thank Thank you so much for having me. We're going to talk to the music of Cause next, and he's going to perform in a little picket coming up. Welcome to Flamini. Can I take your orders? Do you need a tablet? No, we don't use this. We we know how to yell the sandwich to the the cook. Here we go. Let's dig in. It's John and Rachel. We love to dig into iconic Pittsburgh places like Primanis. So we brought our friends from People's Gas. Please call at least three business days before you dig. It doesn't matter if it's a big project or something small like a mailbox, always call before you dig. I called, we can dig in. So please call 811 three business days before excavating so you don't have to call 911. If my younger self could see me doing these things now, I wouldn't believe it. To be a steam fitter, you need to be a problem solver. You can do instrumentation, hydronics, chillers, rigging, HVAC. I have this wonderful opportunity to grow my career. It's not what you are that makes you a steam fitter. It's who you are. Over a hundred years and we're just getting started. specificity in terms of the costumes. So they aren't just people 
they might have been specific people, right? And so somebody might have commissioned these um, for their original installation. It's not just a cheese seller, but it's your cheese seller. The Persepia, you know, starting as the nativity scene, but how it grows and it came to represent the entire town. Yes. And what the folks included in it. Yes, yes. So, uh, so absolutely. The Persepio comes out of a tradition of religious art. Um, and we know that uh, staging, enacting the, enacting the nativity goes all the way back to St. Francis of Assisi. Rach, I have to vent. Here's my dryer vent. This one time, I had a, found a Lee press-on nail in my dryer stuff and Mm. It was not mine. Vom in the throat, vom in the throat. Ugh. One time, my kids left Kleenexes from one of their worst whooping coughs in their pocket. Guys, 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 you guys are such jagoffs. That's not the type of dryer venting we're talking about. We professionally clean your dryer vent to increase your dry time and save you guys some money. For so four hours. Wet, like 10 pounds you wet. You jagoffs, you need to get your dryer vents clean. You jagoffs late night and we're to the music part of every podcast we you know it's part of everything we do and we appreciate that now the musician here is uh yeah, we're not, not nervous first timer here mm -hmm. matt cause is here and matt you have been on the podcast we've taken you to uh the carnegie science center science center we yeah. had you bake your skin off at a, one of our porch tours because we it was baked our skin so off hot yeah. that one day yeah. with the whole band Korea. yeah we had yeah. the whole band that day so uh what's happening with you guys your band and everything this year we're excited about 24. Uh, we are in the studio in March. We're going back to uh, Red Cayman Studios on Babcock. We're really excited to work with Jesse and Jake again. In fact, tonight I'm going to play you one of our new songs nice. called Spaceland. Okay. okay. Uh, and then we have, uh, we have shows lined up throughout the year. I have a bunch of solo stuff lined up. Um, and this year we're going to throw myself uh, a birthday bash. And what? why? Is it a milestone? Are no. you like 30? No. <laughs> No, it's not. It's not okay. a. It's not a birthday that you would normally get excited. About. Okay. Okay. But, Sounds uh, good. But what's the reason for the birthday bash? Because Club Cafe had the date open, and oh, it's I love a Thursday. That. You, John, and Rachel. That <laughs> so, you were like, I'm gonna make up a reason, and yeah, this is it. I think it's. I think it's gonna work out. That's awesome. Um, so and that's you, June you perform 13th. at a lot of different places. You yeah. Prefer anywhere in particular, or is there somewhere you've not played that you want to? I mean, I'd like to play Acrisure Stadium. During yeah, the Steelers well, game. That well, let's do it. Yeah. I mean, we want to do the same <laughs> thing. Yeah, I let's mean, just do it. We'd like to podcast there, too. Yeah, I think would break out into song oh, Renegade 100%. there. Without uh, question, she would break good. out into Renegade. Yeah. I don't know how they do it there, but I assume you book it and the deposit's like 100 bucks. That's it. And then you have yeah. to sell, yeah. right, sell 70,000 tickets. Yeah, right, right, right. right. Well, do you yeah. know, we're now on a track where we went to the Bastard Bearded Irishman's rehearsal in their basement. Great yeah. band. And Rachel got picked to sing with them. Did you? Well, Listen, on they so needed a female voice, that's you all. Need, whenever you need a rehearsal with a female voice, <laughs> Wait. you call yeah. us. That's one nice. Don't do Rach. it. Don't do it. But. Unfortunately, we just added a female vocalist to Cause. Oh, yeah. I didn't Rachel? apply anyway. I have no yeah. interest in it. She can yeah. harmonize. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, you have the genes, right? I do yeah. have the genes, no but question. this was always my thing growing up when people would say, oh, your dad's a famous singer. Do you sing? I would say, your dad's a dentist. Does that mean that you want to <laughs> fix people's teeth? <laughs> right? Yeah. It's not the same thing. So change subjects, Matt. Anyway, yeah. no, right. but we obviously enjoy your music. Thank we you. love what you're doing. Are you playing a lot more? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So Is this the time of year to do that or no? Uh, it's actually, typically it dies down yes. like from Thanksgiving to January, February. Sure. And it is a welcome break from yeah, I'm sure from kind of the the grind yeah but um I still, summer being pretty yeah right. summer just gets summer it just kind of people call you on a Thursday and they're like hey we need a band Saturday yeah and then obviously I asked my wife can I go Saturday and she's like yeah so then we I all love go that you right. your wife. yeah yeah but um I still have my my recurring gig at the harp and fiddle solo okay. so I do that nice. the third that place the third Friday of every month okay 5 30 to 8 30 I'm the only artist on the roster who doesn't play Irish music. There you go. So you Remember go. when we liked him? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, Matt, did you bring us I can, something for a junk? Hold on, go ahead. Wait. I can play Irish music. I know you I can. Just, I, I have just, no doubt. I just choose not to play well, Irish music. In fairness, not everybody's there for that, right? No, I mean, I think for the audience, it's a nice break from Irish music because I, I just take requests and yeah. it's like a rowdy party atmosphere. Usually. I got you. So there's like a lot of journey. Yeah. Almond Brothers, that kind of All stuff. Right. But Fair. I did bring you a something Let's for your see junk it. drawer. Let's see it. I put a lot of thought into this. All right. I love it. <laughs> so, I love when there's thought put into it. So you guys, no offense, you guys talk a lot. Uh-huh. A lot. We Can just you tell did we're it. close? We just yeah, did we've it. been here. So in case you ever 
<laughs> have trouble talking before you know because you're that's your job now yeah is to talk yeah i got you a bottle of vocal ease oh <laughs> there you go so have you used there it you that would be even disclaimer better. It, it doesn't work <laughs> but it does, that's even I better love it. But Matt, that's it, a great gift if you're ever desperate yes you can use that okay and maybe psychologically it'll do something mind to over you. matter yeah, yeah. i the got good, you the good news is i don't i won't use it like i just ate the whole ice cream thing yeah i'll just you know save it for it also it doesn't taste great so don't don't <laughs> god, god, don't do it before the ice cream so speaking of tasting great we have a question of the day but in the meantime we're gonna have you play picket so this is a game where we have two different items from the same vendor tonight leona's ice cream and we have a uh, what do we have? A tangerine, tangerine blackberry ripple shortbread. Super and we have like heath salted and heath salted. I already heath tried salted. that one. I was, Katie, so I was going to ask you if you brought the heath. We're going to So yeah. do you want to try them or do you already know where you're at with it? Um, I'll try them. Yeah. yeah. Right. Do you guys right. think it's funny that John's talking faster because the ice cream's melting? Can everyone like tell that? I should have gave him a Yeah, he has no napkin. No, okay. We're just like, all right. Uh, that is the greatest thing I've ever tasted. It's amazing. All right. This heat you is fantastic. Do you want to try fantastic. this at all? Yeah. I mean, I, right. I don't even want to try anything else. You guys have sinks here, right? So yeah, you you're good. You're good. We all didn't right. give yeah, you yeah, anything yeah. else to wash it down, but wow. Oh, that looks so good. That's phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. All right. So you're going to need a hand. So, so we have you, well, you pick it. And when, <laughs> we when, make it impossible for you to <laughs> pick. But. Now we're going to ask you to juggle when we throw the apple in. Now he needs another nap. All right. This is our picket. What would you put? Uh, what would you pick it? Which which flavor would you pick? So um, put Kenny Pickett that, in that it. That tangerine is really refreshing and really yeah. good. Um, but He's I'm just I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker for Heath. Oh, yes! Here I'll hold it up here you. in the camera. There you go. Stick it in there. Stick it in there. Pick it. Oh, you want no, to actually pick. I got another one. Kenny Pickett. Oh. Kenny Pickett. Yeah, there you go. And that's from Wick Photography, actually one of our favorite photographers. Right. Jared Wick. Yeah. So. I knew I should. I was. I was. All right. I knew I was happy to come. All right. Here. Which one right. of these? We even uh, feed you, right? Which one of these texting things you. do you use the most? LOL, THX. Is THX even in? I don't. I feel like it's not. Omw is mine. What is TH? Oh, thanks. Thanks. thanks yeah. yeah. Uh, LOL. LOL? You're an LOLer? Yeah. yeah. No. no. I don't really do that. Are you lying? Jim didn't yeah. lie. He said so I'm not playing this game. Mike, Mike. Mike, you were. Yeah. I'm just like, Jim, Jim likes to open the newspaper. Yes. And just be like, oh. Yes. Yes. No, I, uh, I have Swipey on my keyboard. Okay. Uh -huh. And I don't know if it does those abbreviations. But I got so you. I write the entire Same. world out. I yeah. got Same. You. That's fine. All right, Jim, you're going to go. Uh, Jim. Jim Little is not going to come back. <laughs> Matt, you're going to come back and sing. In the meantime, we're going to get our 412 dues from Jared Bundy at Visit Pittsburgh. Hi, everyone. It's so great to be back. Happy 2024 from Visit Pittsburgh. I'm Jared Bundy. I'm normally doing the website, the blog, some uh, help with the social media and fun stuff like that. But today I'm going to bring you all of the great stuff going on this weekend in Pittsburgh. So let's start out with what I'm most excited for, and that has to be Pirate Fest. Uh, this is one of my favorite events. I used to look forward to it every year. Hasn't been the past couple years, but now it's back. At the David L. Lawrence Convention Center, free to attend. Uh, there's autograph sessions. Those are sold out, but still free to attend. Check out all of the games, interactive experiences there to play. Uh, great access to the team store. You can find some great team use stuff there from the past. I always like picking up a few things while I visit uh, and just exploring everything that makes the Pirates fandom and team so great. So make sure you go and check that out if you're a baseball fan like I am. Now, with the weather coming, with you know possible winter weather, you might think the rest of this I might be telling you to stay indoors. Instead, I'm going to tell you the opposite this weekend. I want you to go out and about and explore everything that makes this city so beautiful in the winter. Uh, let's start right at Boyce Park, just a short drive from downtown, maybe 15-20 minutes. You get access to this amazing outdoor acreage, as well as the closest skiing and snowboarding you're going to find to Pittsburgh. Uh, great beginner hills, if you need to rent equipment, they have all of that right there. So go ahead, go out, if you're a skier or a snowboarder, let's hit those slopes and get this season started right. And if you're not, no problem at all. You know, grab a lunch tray, grab whatever you can, and head to the hills around our parks as well. Uh, and you can find some great uh, sledding hills all around Pittsburgh. Uh, Dormont Park, uh, Highland Park, those are two of my favorites, as well as Boyce Park. That's right by me. I love taking the kids there and tackling the hills. Always a blast. Um, 
Also, staying outdoors, go ahead and hit our outdoor ice rinks. We have a great blog on our website telling you everywhere you can go. But check out North Park. They have a great uh, outdoor ice skating rink. Shenley Park, uh, the same way. And you can also hit the PPG rink uh, before it transitions away from some of their holiday stuff uh, for the year. So all kind of great ways to go out and explore and take advantage of the winter here in Pittsburgh. You know, you don't have to stay inside. Um, I'm running out of time already, so i got to wrap this up. If you need to find more to do, that's basically my job. So head to Visit Pittsburgh, check out all of the blogs, all of the events we have coming up, as well as the brand new visitpittsburgh.com where you can check out everything upcoming. Turn on your location. It'll show you stuff to do that's right by you that you may not even be thinking about. So check that out, and we'll see you at Visit Pittsburgh and on our social media. Thanks. See you next month. Song is called Spaceland. Wrote out the best in me. I know you're seeing the worst. Sometimes I worry you. Seems to be my turn. Someday. We knew that was the ending. Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. Now, how often have you performed that? Or is this the breaking? This is the first we're hearing this now. This is world premiere. 
What? What? Yeah. Right here. It's a Steel City Media Studios, 5000 McKnight Road, which is where you should be because all of these people that are behind the camera are here drinking wine, eating ice cream, and having a good time. Every Friday we're here. Five, and listening to songs from Matt. Matt, where can everybody find you and follow you? You can follow me on all the socials at Music of Cause or visit my website, musicofcause.com. With a K. Cause, Where are you performing next so that everybody knows? Now, remember, this is coming out, you know, tomorrow. Well, tonight, but then also dropping on Monday. Where are you? You can catch me uh, the third Friday of every month at the Harp and Fiddle in the Strip. And you can also catch the whole band at Feb on February 10th at Club Cafe. We're opening up for Bridget Calls Me Baby. Nice. There awesome. you go. We have to say thank you to Rorick Automotive for always being our sponsors. They say thank you to Steel City Media, Q92.9. And thanks to Dry Event Wizard for our Where You Ats, G-Jets, as well as our Jag Braggers like Monica, Tressa, Michaela, and Marcus. Yeah. And Johnny and Monica for all the behind the scenes. And Tracy for getting everybody here Pulls all the time. Listen, right. do not forget that we are doing this amazing game show. We are benefiting 412 Thrive. PTL is doing the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank, which is an, um, their turkey fund, which is an, both very amazing opportunities. We are playing Name That Tune, Ya Jag Off, on February 9th, right before Matt plays at Club Cafe. <laughs> and that is in the Cultural District. We cannot wait. Thanks for joining us on Ya Jag Off Late Night. Yeah, thanks to, thanks to Katie from Leona's. Thank you to Matt. And thank you for Jim Buses from the Jewish Chronicle. Have a great night.